Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the host of the podcast, The New Normal. She's based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Miss Riri, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, 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 you, I always say I st- like stumble upon people podcasts. Like I, that's what I do. I just be like listening to people podcasts and just you know all over Instagram. And I stumbled upon yours, and it was it was a good listen. Well, I, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate that. I just started this, so it made me feel good. When did you start it? Um, I started really taking it serious probably about two months ago. At the end of September, no, October, yeah. What do you mean taking it serious? What was you planning okay, at first? <laughs> no, I wasn't playing at first. In April, when we first started, this, when this pandemic really started, it was two other people I was supposed to be doing it with. We was like, you know, um, we should do a podcast. You know, it was a male and a female and everything was all good. We was like, we was having re- rehearsals. We was talking about topics. We was doing everything. I was ordering stuff like, you know, the microphones, whatever anyway long story short when I realized they wasn't as invested as I was and I was like so (laughs) that mean when I say invested I mean even with um not only purchasing items that we may need but like time like you know they wanted me to work around their schedule and all this stuff or whatever and I just felt like we was never on the same page and then the first episode I did the guy didn't show up he said he was running late the girl she didn't realize that she was like I don't want to do this Five minutes before we were supposed to go on live, Damn. she felt like I don't want to do this. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm were y'all doing, doing virtual or no? The first one was gonna be, yeah, it was doing virtual, but we was at my house. Like I had a setup like for all of us to have our, you know, our microphones, had a camera, all this good stuff or whatever. But she didn't like oh. how she looked on camera. Oh no, that's not virtual then. Virtual is like, you know, like what we doing, just we not in yeah, the same we was, room. Yeah, we was doing it. I'm saying, one, okay, you're right. So they were here, but we were still like, we was doing it virtually. But they, yeah, Damn. they came to the house or whatever. But yeah. So they can't, so he didn't show up. Mm-mm. And then she got there and just said, nah, that's not for me. But she still did it though. She did it, but she wasn't saying anything. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's not even talking. So I was like, Okay, so you know what? I don't think I'm gonna do this no more because I'm, I need to be with people that really wanna do this. So I took a, I stopped doing it. And then I had a young lady, Miss um, Crystal. She like, she said, I wanna do it. Okay, so we did two episodes, which was really good. Everybody was interactive. We was on live on StreamYard, on Facebook. And <clears throat> the third time, girl, Five minutes before she wasn't even at my house, like five minutes before you're supposed to go on. She's like, girl, I ain't gonna be able to come. You understand, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't, I can't, I don't trust people. So do you not feel like God was having me talk with me? He was like, Riri, you need to do this on your own. You really like you, you wanted to do this. You can't depend on other people. Stop being scary and just do it on your own. I was like, You sure? He was like, Yes. So that's what I did. <laughs> I noticed because I, I noticed like you got some episodes by yourself, and then you got um, I noticed you do you you on um, her name Kendra Coffee with Kendra. You guys yes. work. You seem like you guys work together quite often. Excuse me. Uh huh. She's dope. She's from LA. You prefer? Do you prefer like having different guests, or you you like working by yourself, or or you just like a mixture of both? 
Well, I prefer really, I want, this is what I really wanted. I wanted a, a male um, co-host so we can like, you know, bounce off ideas from different perspectives, from a female perspective and a male perspective. And I thought I found that, but guess what? Um, the guy that I chose, we did like two episodes together. That's Eddie G Films. That's my guy. He's still my friend, but he don't have availability. He's a, he's a film director in Georgia and Atlanta. So now it was like, it was cool that first week we was, we was doing stuff every day. Like, uh, and then guess what? Oh, Riri. Man, I'm not going to be able to do it that day. <laughs> I think, is he, the, is he the guy that was on the um, Dayton episode? Yeah, he was on okay. that one. Yeah, okay. he was on that. Him and... um. Uh, what's the young lady name? She's she from, from Louisiana. I yeah, she's from that. Louisiana. Uh, she she has uh, Black Girl Interrupted. Ashley, Ashley from Black Girl Interrupted. She was okay. she was cool too. That was a that was a good episode. I'm a I'm gonna kind of touch on it a little bit because you guys you were talking about um like women. No, that wasn't. No, I'm trying to think. Was that the one where y'all was talking about women approaching men? Um, I don't know. We talked about a lot of stuff on that. Cause y'all, cause see, I listened to, I listened to like three of them and those two kind of went together, but you know what? Cause see, you know what? It was one. I'm going to go to the one that I know for a fact, cause it was you and Kendra okay. and you guys were talking about dating, um, asking men. Oh yeah. That was just me and her talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who, how, but I didn't really get your, pers- I didn't really get your perspective. How do you feel about that? Um, me personally, I don't have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's a friend, it's just that sometimes because, hey, we have, you have to have clarity when you're out here in the dating world. And if you have a friend and y'all spend a lot of time together and it, it feel right. So if that person, but then, you know, um, if that person don't approach you, it's like, I don't know, they might not look at me the same way, but I was still, I'm very, I'm assertive. So I will go for it. So you no, good with mad. <laughs> So you okay with approaching them? Yeah. Do you okay. do you seem to get because you 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 said a lot, like you were saying, like um different episodes, you were saying mm-hmm. different things, and then you said like you scared to date. So that kind of Yeah, you know why? Okay, this is the thing. I haven't really dated, right? So because um, my relationship ended, you know, I was married and divorced. Um, my divorce ended on December 2019, and but we were ha- we hadn't been together for two and a half years. Like we had, we wasn't. It was just legally, you know, over. But we hadn't. I hadn't been in a relationship for like two and a half, three years. So I was. I've been single for a long time, even when I was married. You know. So oh, okay, okay. Uh, dating it just seems scary because I'm used to a certain type of. I, I try online dating. Like when I say I tried it, I went out would I went on a date <laughs> and uh he was too he was how can I explain it just say it I'm trying to <laughs> trying to find like the words to really say like he seemed like everything I wanted he was very perfect and then like okay we went on the first day he was like man I like you a lot like I think I like love you I'm like really really that's what you, you think said love yeah love okay first date um so we talked yeah it is a bit much so then we talked to more and I was like okay when we was talking it seemed really cool but it seemed like it was like too much too soon as far as like the things that he wanted to talk about because he loved that I had a podcast because he had a podcast you know what I'm saying or whatever and it was like okay 
then he was like um we should do it together probably because we have like good chemistry <laughs> so i'm like uh, okay so then <laughs> he was like but we got to get equipment we got to get this and stuff and he started showing me he was like because all my stuff was stolen so i was like uh he it's a lot of people here in, in atlanta that are finessers they may be everything you want but they got to get some out of it and what he was trying to get it was trying to get equipment again um, like if we get some more uh, cameras and stuff or whatever, we can make it so dope. The videography on this is going to be so good. He says it's only going to cost about two or three thousand. And I was like, where are we going to get two or three thousand from? <laughs> like, well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like, have you heard about that loan? Like everybody's doing those loans, you know, um, the, uh, the, he said the EDIL loan, like, you know, the business loan, like a small business loan or whatever. Have you tried to apply for one? I was like, why would I know? Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> he was like you should do you should do that you'll get it that and i'm like why it. haven't you done it have you done it he was like yeah but i had some other stuff on my stuff on my you know my credit i had all this other stuff i'm like okay see pause i'm like i don't trust people I have trust issues because yeah he was everything that i probably would want because he had stuff that he wanted you know he okay. wanted to get things out of the situation and he felt like well dang she ain't got really I don't have like have one son my son you know I, I, he, you know how people look at your situation like she don't have a lot of drama a lot of baggage yeah I can move right in like as far as <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that's what he was saying so that oh, was one so, guy so it was cuffing season during this time what you mean this was a couple of months ago cuffing season you know it get cold I mean, outside Everybody it wasn't even cold here stuff. in Atlanta I'm in Atlanta it's just now starting to get cold Oh yeah, that's right. Atlanta don't really yeah, have hot Atlanta, yeah. And they, and they yeah, be on some man. bipolar, like, and they don't know how it wanna be. Like it could be thirty degrees in the morning and eighty-five degrees in the evening. So Yeah. That's that's kinda of like how it is here, but not eighty. It it'll get up to like uh maybe like sixty five, but not eighty. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk you you had a you just got a lot of interesting things that you said, like I want to talk about your father because you said, um, first of all, my condolences because you said your father passed. I didn't hear the year. What year did he pass? 2018, December. Okay. okay. December 9th, 2018. Because you you was talking about when you was growing up, you didn't want to be like your mom. You wanted to be like your dad, yes. which was really interesting to me. I wanted you to talk more about that. Okay. So my dad, I'm my dad's only daughter. And my dad was fun. You know, my dad had his own business. He was a truck driver. Actually, my dad was a, okay, let's go back. He was a model for M&M products. He, you know, he had the, the, he had the no, the hair, it's a hair products, you know what I'm saying? M&M? Yeah, M&M yeah, products. Yeah, Google it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's hair products or whatever. So, and then he was, you know, he, he modeled in Macy's fashion shows and all kinds of stuff. He used to go to all the clubs. He was like, yeah, you know, Dominique Wilkins in this club. And, you know, he used to party <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> and he was like Amanda. Amanda Davis, she was on the, um, the Channel 5 News. And everybody liked her. He was like, yeah, she would have been your mama. You know what I'm saying? He was just like always out and about. He has his own trucking company and stuff like that or whatever. So he was always, he was just fun. You know, my mom, she was, um, she was a nurse. You know, she had four kids. She was very firm. She just never, she never seemed happy. And I didn't understand it until later on, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't really understand your parents until you get older. But when I was when I was younger, I just felt like she was just mean or I don't know. So um, my dad always was fun. Come to find out, you know, my dad was like, you know, drinker. He was an alcoholic, really. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> my, my mama was covering up a lot of stuff. So that's why she wasn't all happy. 
and uh, go lucky yeah. and stuff like that or whatever like but, but as a child you just look at them as their you know the characters you don't know why they're acting that way you just seen them like damn my daddy look fun my mom looked like she she never smiles so you just look at them like okay so he's happy and she's not so growing up, yeah, I want to be like him. And he was always, you know, gone. And every time, you know, I saw him, he'd give me money. <laughs> <laughs> did, that, did their relationship set the tone for how you wanted your relationship to look like? No, absolutely not. As I got older, I didn't want to be married. Wow. I was like, if that's what marriage is, my mama, my mama don't seem happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be, so I don't want to have, like, four kids. My mom, that was, first of all, my dad was my mom's third marriage. Let's be clear on that. So, oh. yeah, my mom had been married a couple of times. Because, you know, back in those days, when you get pregnant, you be married, they make you get married. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you don't have to necessarily love them, but that didn't last long, you know, because yeah. he became a pastor and married somebody else. You know, they got divorced. And then, you know, she married my other sister's dad. And then he he was... He married somebody else at the same time. He was doing polygamy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he was a bigamist. I'm like, it's the worry of bigamy. No, nah, you was like, I think he was right. Polygamy. Polygamy, yeah. Yeah. So my mom was upset. My mom's from she's from Florida. You know, I'm seeing from West Palm Beach. Anyway, she left there and came to Atlanta. That's where she met my daddy at. <laughs> so you like was, the youngest then? Yeah. I'm the I'm okay. the I'm, I'm the young the youngest daughter. My um, but my brother, I have a little. I said little brother. He's thirty nine. I have a younger brother, you know. Okay. But um, you know, me and him got same mom, same dad. My sisters had different fathers. But anywho, that's where they met. They met in Atlanta. Like my dad, my dad's from actually from South Carolina, but he moved here when he was seventeen, sixteen, or seventeen. So you know, this is a big city compared to Owen Doll, South Carolina. So he oh, kind of yeah, took yeah. over <laughs> Atlanta. Like it was big. It's big. It was big. It's popping for him. You know what I mean? And he met my mama, and then he, you know. Yeah. And- <laughs> you, so how did you get over the the? How did it come about that you did end up getting married? Because you said you didn't want to. Oh well, this was later on because um well, I feel like with me and the guy, sent <laughs> the guy, I'm gonna call him D. But me and him, we had like, we were like very close, but I feel like we were close because of tragedies. So we became like each other's um, like comforts, comfort zone. Like, but it wasn't like a, a love type thing. It's just like, man, we, sh- you know, we went through so much and we just felt like we were in love. It was the, because of the situations we were going through, we had confused it <laughs> with oh. actually love. It was like we was compassionate and we was there for one another, empathy, but we didn't really love each other like that for real. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. we always had a tragedy. So we was always there for each other. But when it came to like real life, like when I say that goals and dreams and aspirations, we were on different pages. Like he was a pilot. He was in the Navy for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? He was a pilot and stuff like that. He was like, we're not a real nerd and stuff. You know, I was socially, I was a hairstylist for 10, 15 years. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I became, I went to um, medical school, became a radiology tech. Then I, I did so much, you know, I went to college for business. It's just like, so I'm outgoing. He was very, cl- quite, very quiet. He didn't like people. I love people. <laughs> so but, when I started. You see how I go, though. Not, not that extreme, but you know, usually just, in, the, in the marriage, you, you kind of balance each other out. It's not like that's what y'all was doing somewhere. Yeah, it was in the beginning, but then it was just like. I wanted to do things. He was older than me too. He was like 10 years older than me. And then he was like, well, I don't, you know, it was like everything he didn't want to do no more. So I already did that. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, y'all kind of, so y'all kind of just like, 
not well basically i just grew apart yeah basically but i just felt like i asked him too before we you know we ended it all i was like man we could be a power couple like if we really wanted to be we could do he was like but he was going through things too like when i say he was going through things um he never knew his father and i mean it seemed like uh, even though he was almost 50 years old it was really bothering him and things like that his mother never told him it was nine of them all of them had different fathers. It was just like, they were all, it like, it started, things started hitting him differently. He was like, if my mom would have did this, I probably took this different path. I'm like, but you're doing, you're very successful. He was like, no, but I would have did this. Then he had, I mean, it was just so much like he was dealing with to me internally. Yeah. That I mean, but I, that, I mean, that's, listen, I mean, no matter what you accomplish in life, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a void that, that, if right. you don't have it, it just can't be filled. No matter what you accomplish, like I mean, he it sounds like he did some great things, but that mm-hmm. void, you just you can't fill that with a career and other things. So, right. I mean, I, I understand I that, but at a certain age, if your mom was not telling you anything and you have nowhere to go to try to find anything, to me, I mean, I don't understand because I've never been in that situation. So I couldn't really because you know, I had my mom when my dad was married the whole time. Like, you know what I'm saying? That I was I was, you know. Okay, so, but that's the thing, like, you gotta, you gotta remember that shit, like, your parents, that's, that's your DNA, that's who you are, and when he doesn't, him not having that, like, that's, it it doesn't matter how many years pass, you, you gonna, that void need to be filled, and and if it never gets filled, then he, he just, you know, he's gonna continue to feel that way, so. Yeah, and I, I couldn't do it anymore, because I was trying to help, but he had, like, I was, I don't know. I just feel like I couldn't help him anymore. Like I was trying to, he was pushing me away. You know what I'm saying? So that's how our relationship happened. And he was like, well, I don't want to talk about it no more. Like, you know, it was, it became into arguments and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, Oh no, I can't. I mean, th- for three years, like we was got the 10 and towards the end, it was just like really get, I guess, getting towards getting to him or whatever, tormenting him and stuff or whatever that he was taking it out on everybody not just me like his daughter like he has daughter he has a son not by me i don't have any children with him and it was just like he was just like i don't know he was not i don't know if he was going through a midlife crisis was he was he active with his kids (laughs) no because okay let me tell you something about him i when i met him he was just like i met him in 2010 no i'm sorry 28 2008 2008 I said 2008 <laughs> and he was like his daughter you know she was in Ohio and you know with his ex-wife and things like that so I felt like he felt because he was paying child support that he really didn't have to be there like he would send money and he would go there like on like prom and but he wasn't really there because she would tell me that she was like yeah. I want my dad here I want I mean I want to spend time with my father and stuff and I'm like well and I would tell him he was like I ain't gonna make it to Ohio you know what I'm saying so I'm like well you should come here you know trying to make her she was like, okay, I'll come here. But then when she came here, it was just like, he was like, he didn't know how to have a relationship with her. So I'm having it with her. You know, me and her, we're doing girl things and we do, you know, I'm trying to make her feel good. And she's happy, but she still wanted like her dad. And he, he worked the whole time she was here. Like he didn't take no days off. He could have. So anyway, he had a son and he didn't spend any time with his son. And his son was so angry. His son was just like, his son wanted him so bad. And I don't know if he knew how to be a father to his son. But see, that's the thing. It's a pattern. Like, if yeah. you don't, like, you know, he didn't have that. So he doesn't know what a good parent, you know, a good father looks like. So, I mean, that's not saying that men can't overcome it because there's been a lot of men who do overcome that. It's just, 
it's not a guarantee you will. And no matter, and, and he was doing a lot of things and mm-hmm. providing financially, but mm-hmm. it takes more than that to be a Absolutely. father. But he didn't get that. So, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, you don't, you're not making, why you're not making excuses for a person, you know. But you it's, know what? It's hard I mean, to do. <clears throat> not to cut you off or anything, but like my son, okay, my, I have a son by another man. The guy that hit my son, father didn't have his father but he's a, a good father because he was he's doing the things that he wish would have been done to him yeah you know what i'm saying what like he's taking my son like him my son got a great relationship or whatever we're not together but he made sure he was in my son's life and he does things with him and you know what i'm saying it was just like so i didn't understand that with um my husband i was like why don't you just try to you know the things that you want and once you try to do this he was like you don't understand and all stuff so i don't i don't understand so i'm not going to argue with him because how he feel that he needs to approach things so it just, it was a big shell. Like, I don't like that. I like families to be together and close. And, you know, you should be able to call your father if he's still alive and see if y'all could do stuff or talk to him about, you know, real life. And, yeah. you know, so that that was another turn. I couldn't be with nobody like that. I'm sorry. You got to be there for your kids, period. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets some some help because, I mean, that's not going, that's, that's not, it's not going to get any easier and it's, and it's not going to go nowhere. So. Let me tell you something that what I saw. Okay, so our ending was really, really not good. So anyway, but I like I don't know where he's look, I don't know where he's in life and where he's in the world, right? However, on my Instagram, one day I looked at my Instagram story and I saw him following me. So I'm like, <laughs> why does he follow me on Instagram? He told me because he told me social media was stupid, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that is dumb. Like I don't want nobody in my business. So anyway, so I went to his page. Oh, he's been living his life. He's been having a, he's different dates, different women all over the world. I don't see his children, but yeah, maybe he's feeling some type of void. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, Godspeed to him and hopefully he will find some type of, you know, situation. No. I mean, he probably, I mean, he probably still trying to fill that, not probably, he is still trying to fill that void. And, and people do go about it different ways. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's, you said he's traveling more, dating more. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, Right now, that's how he's trying to feel it. I don't, I don't see how he will. I mean, you got to get real help, but you really do. I mean, I, I don't want to make this podcast about him, but <laughs> I, I, I wish that brother the best. And then you said your father. You said your father leave. Your father passing away made you leave. How? How was that? How did that happen? Because my father, he knew before my father died. He told me he was like you know, you can do this on your own. Cause I had really been wanting to leave the situation I was in because he became really mean verbally and mentally. Like, you know, the things that he would say and things like that. And I was just like, well, I can't just like leave my marriage. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I gotta try to work it out or whatever. But my dad was like, why don't you think you can make it on your own? You don't have to be with somebody who's treating you this way and things like that. And I was just like, because you just don't give up. My mama, I said, my mama told me you don't give up on your marriage. He was like, he said, you, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to die because you're, you're unhappy. You're stressed out. He said, you can't be with somebody who don't want to be with you back and not trying to work, work for us. Anyway, when he died, I realized that I realized like my dad, my dad was telling me something and he's gone. And like, I don't have my dad no more to go to talk to about stuff or whatever. I don't have that. I don't have my husband to talk to because he don't want to talk about nothing. He's very like me. He was. He became very mean to me. Not talking. I said I can't do this no more. So he he told me if you can't do this no more, just leave. So when I did leave, he couldn't believe it. So he was like, "So you just gonna leave?" 
I was like, yeah, you told me that you didn't want to work things out with me. And so I want to, I, I can't stay here. I'm, t- I'm too young to be feeling like I got to try to make this work or, and, and you're not trying to make it work. And then, that, and I'll be 50 years old and nothing, to, we'll still be doing the same thing. I'm not going, I'm not going through that. You how scary I mean? was it? How scary was it leaving? Very. <laughs> because, you know, when I say that financially, he took care of everything. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have to worry about nothing, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. It was just like, I had a man, even though he wasn't, you know, I guess being nice to me, he was there. I had a man there, you know, I, you know, I just, I felt like I had, you know, I had someone and I don't know, it was just very scary. And I was like, man, I can't be like this. I can't just have somebody here treating me like crap and because he paying the bills, I had money to pay the bills too. You know what I'm saying? I had that, but I was just like being by myself. I was used to being with somebody that long, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And we did everything together, even though like we had like bad times when when it comes to like family events, like, you know, family reunions or whatever, we was together. Like, you know, we put on for our city because we was happy and everything laughing. You wouldn't have to think nothing was wrong. (laughs) But but, um, at the end of the day, I was just like, man, I can't do this. Because it seemed like when I got got a physician at a job and I was making a lot of money, he said, you're going to, he told me this, you're going to leave me now, aren't you? I was like, why would you say that? I said, we could be a power couple for real because I'm making this and you're making that. We can do this. He was like, no, you're going to leave me. I could tell already. I could tell. He was saying, telling me, and he could tell that I was going to leave him. And I'm like, you keep saying that. I said, because he stopped. And I said, he stopped being affectionate towards me. He stopped like everything. Only thing he would do is give me a, a, a peck on them like lips when he go to work or whatever. But everything was stuff. And I was like, I don't even feel attractive anymore. You don't even let me make me feel good. So he might bring a bottle of wine home or some chocolate or something like that. But that's not, no, it's not the same as affection. Yeah. And then he, he would, when he did do affection, it didn't feel like, I don't know. It didn't feel like it was something he really wanted to do. It kind felt like, like he was just doing it. <laughs> like forced almost. Yeah, it was forced. So I just couldn't do it no more. But my daddy was a wicked because my dad was gone. And I was like, I don't want to die. You know what I'm saying? My daddy told me, like, if you don't get out of here, you're going to die. <laughs> like, how, how, old was your, how old was your father when he passed? 62. Oh, he was a young man. He was young. My mom was young, so my mom died when she was 54. Oh, that's right. You you did mention that. You did mention your mom passing. Mm, that was 2006. Because that was that, ironically, when you talk, when you talk, that was... I think that was what stood out the most about your podcast because you was saying just like you lost like everybody. Yeah, like my sister. I had friend, one your sister. sister. Yeah. One sister died in 2004. One sister died in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. How did you How did you get through all that? I'm still getting through it. <laughs> yeah. It's a day by day. You don't just get like, you know, <clears throat> I ain't gonna say, I say I have some moments. I just laugh. I think about our memories because we. I had a fun childhood. I had, you know what I'm saying? We had fun times and stuff like that. I try to remember all the good stuff or whatever. And then I started thinking about like my, I got nieces and I got nieces and nephews. Like I have people, I can't be like emotionally just crying and stuff all the time. I got to be strong for them. I Except before I was on the phone with you, I was on the phone with my niece. She was at work. Like I'm like their mother, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Because when my sister Sean died, one of my nieces was one. She don't even remember her at all. She remember me as her mom. Uh-huh. And then my other niece was eight. 
And then the, yeah, she has two other kids and one was um, 14 and one was 16. So of course they remember her, but the little ones, it's just like certain things. Like they'll ask me like, what was my mom's favorite candy? Like, what was her like color? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta be strong for them because they look at me. I can't be like whimpering because at the same time, I think about like, they had to go through it. When I say they had some time on my mom and them, they had to lose their parents. They had to, you know what I'm saying, still keep it moving. Like, I, cause I'm my, my, my mom's mom, I never met her because she had died from breast cancer when my mom was five years old. My daddy's mom died when he was eight from diabetes. So I never uh-huh. had grandparents. So they had to lose their parents young. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it was just like, you think about that. Like, I can't be weak because I had a good time with my, you know what I'm saying, with my mom and dad. Like, I knew who they were as people. They were my, they were really my mom and dad. They were there for me. Like, it wasn't like, I didn't know who my dad was, like, dang, or I didn't know what my mom was. No, that was there every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, just the fact that they were so young, though. Like that's... Yeah, they was young. They was young. And, my, cause my, and then my sister died at 34, and the other one died at 44. Were, so, they, were they sick, or? Okay, well, my, no. Oh, okay. My, um, well, one of them was, hey, my mom died from lupus. You know, lupus is stress-caused disease. My father had, he had cancer. He died from colon cancer. Um, one of my sisters, she died from um her ex husband. He killed her. She oh, had, um, yeah, and then the other one, she had multiple sclerosis. So, yeah. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's. Mm. And where in all where every was everyone in Atlanta or no, they wasn't. Okay, so my sister. Um, Tanquise, that's the one who had multiple sclerosis. She was in uh, West Palm Beach. She was in Florida. That's where her dad, people stayed at. And she was like living there in her, like, you know, towards the end of her life and stuff because, you know, that was her father and them and they was taking care of her. Okay. Um, my sister Sean, she was here. She was in Atlanta. Um, but she from Florida though. That's where she was raised and stuff at. My mom was, of course, she was here when she died. And my dad was here when he died. But, they, you know, they was older. But yeah, they, the other sister was in Florida though when she died. Okay. We're going we're gonna to change subject because I don't want to get, get too dark. Okay. We, Me and you talked offline and we was talking about like how different Atlanta is now because of all the different transplants and mm-hmm. people moving around. So what, what would you say the biggest difference now? Because you've been in Atlanta your whole life. So how would you describe Atlanta now as opposed to when you was growing up? Oh, I call this the new Atlanta. It's not like the old Atlanta. The new Atlanta, <laughs> <laughs> the new Atlanta is really more... It's um, all about who you know. It's all about like everybody trying to be somebody. When I say that, like, you know, we have the movies here now, like with Tyler Perry, a lot of different movie studios are here now. A lot of people trying to be, of course, the music has been here since Jack the Rapper back in her like late 80s, early 90s. So that didn't change, but it's just like everybody's like, actually a lot of stuff changed. I ain't even gonna lie to you, like hold you in 2005. And that's when the Katrina had happened. That's when we first got our wave of like, you know, new new residents as far as like from somewhere else. And that was um, from Louisiana, which they were cool and everything or whatever. And then after that, we started getting like people from everywhere, like Chicago. Everybody started moving here because of music and things like that. And it's just like, you don't even know if when you go out now, like say you're going to go work a job, say you're going into the city and stuff. Everybody you meet ain't nobody from Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) 
nobody is from Atlanta. Nobody was like born here or none of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're from somewhere else. So it's just like, where are we at now? You know what I'm saying? You know, old Atlanta, yeah, yeah, you know, everybody, you know, everybody you run into was from here. Grady Baby, that's one of the hospitals downtown or Croplong. That's how you, that's how you kind of like know somebody's from here. Like, well, you was born at Croplong? Oh, Grady? Okay. But everybody else is like, no, I moved down here when I was like three or four. They came from like New York or they came from Jersey or they came from Chicago. They came from, it's a lot of Detroit people down here now. But so it's like, nobody's from Atlanta. I just say that now. But it's cool though. It's good for networking. It's a, I mean, but as far as like prices of things have changed yes (laughs) (laughs) i think because you know people who have these buildings and stuff it's like oh people from other places are moving here so they must can afford it because sometimes when you transfer like say from california or from jersey you might make more money here because they know what you were making there you might get the same here so now they're going to charge you a two-bedroom 2800 and it might be small as i don't know what you know what I'm saying, or whatever, like, they tried to look at the demo, like demographics and where you're from and how much you were paying there, and, but people who are here are not making it unless they have the education and got the jobs that are making it, or they're scammers, or strippers, or musicians, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. It's just changed. I mean, it's good and bad. Like, I like it, because I like meeting people from everywhere, but at the same time, I don't like how, like, the prices have, have changed, because it's been gentrified, too, because a lot of, oh, yeah. you know, people that are not um black or whatever are moving here they got money they came from like money <laughs> so they buy stuff up like you know what i'm saying like like it's nothing because it's cheap to them you feel me yeah. like oh this ain't nothing i'm gonna pay for yeah. this but we down here like, you, like, i know you was like, telling me you was making me mad too <laughs> it, yeah because it's like the new because because atlanta's like the new promised land like like because california is so expensive like it's it's really hard to uh, put into words how expensive California is. Man, I, I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, I, I mean, I can see. I mean, I had, I had a friend. Let me tell you something. It's so funny. Okay, I had a friend. She moved here from from Oakland. Actually, she sold her house, and she sold her house probably like like one point something million. And she showed me the picture of the house, and the house she's living now is like maybe like two hundred and fifty thousand. It's way bigger and it looked better than the one she had in LA. But she, in LA, she sold her house for like one point like two million. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> I yeah. was like, what? You're not, you're not getting much. Like <laughs> California is like a million dollar home is that's common. Yeah, you, I mean, you look at it and you look, I'm like, this is what this is what this house costs. And you know, they live here and live the good life. They're yeah. like, oh, this is nothing. I pay well, I this. Said, it's the it's the new promised land. Man. Everywhere the promised land when you leave California. Oh, uh, we close. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like, do you, before the pandemic, was you traveling? Um, I wasn't traveling like I wanted to, but my job, I went to where my job wanted me to go as far as like meetings and stuff, but I wasn't traveling like I wanted to, like I still wanted to go to Bali. I still wanted to go to, um, it was like certain places I wanted to go. I would go to the regular, regular places like Jamaica and stuff like that, but I wanted to really see the world because my brother, I have a brother named Chauncey, my dad's other son, he had a different mom, but he'd be everywhere. He'd be like in Paris and Africa. He'd be all over the world. He ain't got no children. Him and his wife be traveling the world. And I'm like, I'm going to be like them when I got divorced right i said i'm gonna travel <laughs> i'm gonna go everywhere yeah and then this happened well so, but you but you got kids and so you can't be going i got like one that. son i got one son and my son can go with me 
Detroit. I don't have no problem. How old is your son? 16. Does that, does, does, does dating with it's, is it difficult dating with a teenager? It is because I don't want, I don't want my son to see me like that. I don't want him to see me <laughs> like, what? Not, like dating different guys or whatever, or like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. Or just like, my mama, my mama, oh, dang, she, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cause look, I was just playing one day, right? And I was like, um, I was in the room on the phone. I was like, you know, OnlyFans, you don't have to do nothing sexual on there to have OnlyFans. You can do cooking, you can do anything, right? So I was talking, I was like, yeah, so me and my, me and my friend, we're going to do an OnlyFans. He heard me from Liverpool said, no, you're not, mama. I was like, I was playing, I was just playing, but he, he was all the way in the living room in the kitchen. I was in my room. Cause like, you, I mean, you gotta think, you, can you imagine one of his teenage no. friends come across <laughs> that page? Oh my God. Yeah, and it don't matter what you doing. You could be on there baking cookies. It's like, <laughs> dude, I know. My, dude, your mom was, what the hell your mom doing with that OnlyFans? Uh-huh. Yep. Look at her. That's so funny. That's why I can't do it. Cause I know my son don't play as far as like certain stuff. He's very like, no mom, no. Mm-mm. Cause he's not used to seeing me, but nobody but one person. So it's just it's gonna be difficult. I've been wanting to like date and stuff for real, for real. But I don't because I know me, I'm very picky. So I'm like, I might go on one day, like I don't like him. Let me go another date. <laughs> so, so, so you picky and scary. Yeah, when I say picky, I'm talking about like, look, I don't. Okay, well, I don't. Okay, I know it sound bad, but I don't like kids like that. Like little kids. Like if you got little kids, I don't want to date you. Like you got like a two year old, three year old, four year old. No. Now you can have older kids because I got older kids, but I don't. But I know you and your baby mama still probably. I don't know. It's just like if I hear you say you got little kids, I'm like, no, I don't want you. So what's the what's the age cut off? As far as what children? Yeah, like you don't want like uh, that. That's a. Uh, if he has anything under twelve. That's not bad. I mean, but you, you, but you said your age. You're 41. Yep. So that's a that that is different because you've raised your kid. Yeah, I mean, my you son know, you still there, but you out of that stage. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. but some people was, get mad. Like, I don't know why. Like, I ain't got some people. Like, I mean, because, I, well, see, I don't like little mean. kids because I know the the baby mama. If it's they look that little, come on, now, if they two and three years old, why you don't need to be dating right now? <laughs> oh, okay. So let's let's get to the root of this. Is it the kid, or is the or is it what comes with the kid? It's the kid and what comes with the kid because at the same time, like it's two, three, like you know, them are still babies. They still maybe wanted their daddy. Like he's still all the time. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like you know, kids are needy. I was <laughs> <laughs> saying, kids are needy. You don't think kids needy? I mean. I'm not gonna say needy, but they be like, I want my dad. Like, you know, I don't know how they talk it too, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't really, I can't really say because thankfully mm-hmm. I've always, me and my wife has always mm-hmm. been together. So I can't really See? say what it would be like if exactly. I, you know. But I I mean, I know I would want to be with my daughter, you know. So exactly. Yeah. So if, I, and I, then I, that's another thing too. If you have a daughter, that daughter needs that father for real, for real. When I say that. I mean, especially the little, little ages, the young ages, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to teach them so they get older. It's like, I always wanted a, a man like my daddy because my daddy spoiled me, okay? So but then he, he always did things for me, like, you know, whatever I wanted. He now, he was always there, like, whatever I wanted. As far as school, like, he was there, like, all my, you know, he was at everything at school. He was just there all the time. Like, you know, it's the only daughter. But he was like, yeah, re-re, he called me stank, the stank. So 
yes, a father needs his daughter, especially because I know I, my son, if you know, if you met my son's father, he had just like my daddy. Uh, <laughs> they had just like, so. That's it usually was, how it is, though. You, they, you know, women, they say women date their fathers. So, yeah. You know, or, the, or what they wanted their father to be like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's you know. what it was. What, what would you, what you, we mentioned your age, 41. So, like, how would you describe life now looking back like mm, for between like the last 20 years how would you say you you've changed oh i had to grow up it's been difficult like 20 years <clears throat> i think i mean i grew actually i had to grow up like probably around what grow up grow up around 24 25 because that's when my mom died. I had to pay for a funeral. I had to get all this stuff. I, had, I was doing things that people who in their 40s were doing at 25. You know uh. what I'm saying? So it's just like everything. I've been more like really mature. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as the things I wanted out of life. And I think that I shouldn't have probably got married for why I got married. Because I just felt like, you know, I'm getting, I was 30. And I was like, I'm getting older now. Look, I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool like he, you know what I'm saying he's older than me he was 10 years older than me I was like yeah he's he's mature he look good he got a good career this'll it was work. like <laughs> what'd you say this'll work <laughs> yeah this'll work you know what I'm saying or whatever and I don't know I just feel like some, I feel like I fast forwarded my life a little bit to be honest with you I feel like because I put myself on a timeline because of my age well I'm 30 I need to be married you know what I'm saying? Um, if we don't have no more kids by 35, if I don't have no kids by 35, it's done. I only got my son. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, I put everything on a time limit and stuff or whatever. Now, um, now it makes me want to know, moving forward, travel more. You know what I'm saying? Do my dreams, pursue my dreams. Like I wanted to do my podcast in 2015, but the person I was with was like, that was dumb. And why would you want to do social media and all this other stuff? He was not supportive of that. And I'm like, I really wanted to do it. I wanted to talk to people. You know, I wanted to connect with people all around the world and things like that. And he was not with it. He was like, oh, you're trying, trying to find a man all around the world. I'm like, I mean, keep your ass in Atlanta. Yeah. Mm, mm, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go some places, meet some people. But nah, that's cool. I mean, it's you know, it's good to see that you um, you know, you was able to overcome all that. Cause man, when I listened to your podcast, I was like, wow, that that's a lot. Like when you just put everything out there, like I, I had, I, I, I salute you just for being so transparent and courageous for just talking about it, like the, yeah. the like the depression and everything, but. You know, as I continue to listen, you sound like you in a, you know, you sound like you in a better space. So that's always good. But I think depression, I think everybody facing it right now, especially. I mean, depression is to me, um, you know, I think we all go through that. When I say that, like depression could be anything to anybody. Like sometimes you feel lonely, right? Like, hey, I wish I had somebody to call or whatever and talk to about this. Or it could be like anxiety, like I'm nervous, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? True. So I just feel like, I think that's a, a normal thing. But with me, as far as like, sometimes I, that's, that's the most thing I'm, I'd be depressed about. I don't have nobody to call to ask them, like an older person, like my mom or my dad, like what would they do? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like all the older people actually in my family are dead. Like my aunties, all them, my uncles, they all gone. They were very old. They're like 88, 74. They done passed. So it's nobody old. They all my age, like 40, 44, 45. Okay. So it's more like that voice of reason that you would like to go to. Right, right. 
Mm-hmm. Now that's and they done been through this. They already know. My child done been through that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know the old you can't we can't lose with older folks. Yeah. They know they can I've been through that, been through some stuff. I know, I know we wanna um I know you got a lot going on and I'm I'm not gonna hold you, but I wanna get you out of here on this question. What are, what are you looking forward to doing with the podcast moving forward? Well, what I've been doing, I've been connecting with people all over. Like I met some great people like I even like I met you like I met so many people I would never met them not like not doing my podcast I've met like Kendra she's from LA Rosie Rosie's from Boston um I met uh a lot of guys Gator Gator's from Louisiana but he lived here in Georgia like I've been meeting people oh, everywhere you, you know him yeah yeah okay he, he helped me like when I, in the beginning like i was like look help me with Streamyard and stuff or whatever like yeah he he's been a a, a great yeah he's been a great support as far I, as like he i was on his pod him and erica's podcast i was oh on. yeah i seen it on your page oh you yeah i seen it on your page oh, Remember, okay. that's why i said what do i gotta do to get on your page <laughs> <laughs> nah I, you know what i just listen like if i like if i hear podcasts that i like mm-hmm. uh, I'll sh- I'll share it, but I can't share the link because mm-hmm. yeah, know, yeah, my podcast got to go first. Right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, that's understandable. But I'll at least I'll at least um I'll at least share the the topic. Like the only I'll say this, I really liked your podcast. Um, the the last couple ones I really like. Those are shareable. Mm-hmm. The only I don't I don't necessarily share people personal ones. Right, right. I don't know why. I think, you know what, now that I think about it, I think I don't share because it may resonate with me, but I'm not sure it resonates with others, if that makes sense. No, it don't. No, let me tell you somebody told me one time. Let me tell you somebody told me. I kind of share stuff that's like clickbait. No, listen though. Listen, this lady told me I used to, you know, I used to sit, I used to sell retail. I used to do, you know, sell makeup and stuff at Estee Lauder, right? So one Christmas, um, the manager was like, are y'all, are, y'all, are y'all going out here with these customers? I said, I don't know. These people probably got no money. Then she told me, she said, let me tell you something. Don't be trying to compare your pockets to somebody else's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you That's right. I'm just saying, yeah. I was like, you right. So sometimes you may not, I mean, you may feel like it resonates with you. It might resonate with others. I've learned that with my, some, my page, my whole page. People, different people be in my inbox of different people. Like, I'm surprised about the views and likes I get. I'm like, oh my God, and all the people who be responding on some of the pictures or whatever memes or whatever. I'm like, okay. Cause a lot of people like, you know, they feel it. So I'm like, yeah, cool. I, I definitely think you got got a good um podcast. And thank you. You know, hopefully it'll continue to grow. You know, ah, that's what I'm that's what I'm counting on. Keep, you just got <laughs> like like everybody, you just gotta stay consistent and keep keep plugging it, keep keep pushing yeah. it, keep promoting it. That's that's the I mean, people be like, what do you do to get more lessons? It's like, man, nothing. All you can do yeah, is share it. If people it. like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. It's like... You got to keep, like you said, pushing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Put it in people's faces or whatever you can. Because, I mean, sooner or later, they're either going to, like, click on it because they see it so much. Or they maybe, you know, maybe not. Maybe they'll block you. But I know that. I put Because <laughs> they don't want to see it no more. <laughs> but um, for me, people have been clicking on it. And they've been saying stuff. So, I mean, I've seen it. Since I've been taking it more, I've been going, like, harder, like, with my anchor and stuff. I see the streams coming to, like, a lot of people. Even with my, today, like, my YouTube. I really don't even do YouTube like that. But Kendra was like, what do you do on YouTube? 
So when I did an interview with um, Miss Silk, she has already dope clothing line. I put it on there or whatever. But I said, I need to start pushing it because more people are liking it. Because I don't never tell nobody to subscribe to my page or like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm starting, yeah. you know, promoting my YouTube more because, you know, like today I did one with Too, too, uh, too Much Game, um, Dolomite from him, uh, Adventures, Ryan from Adventures and Pictures with Pictures. And yeah, I, I listen to it. Yeah, so we had did you know we did a YouTube or whatever. So, oh yeah, I did a YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube now. It's on my page, so you can see like you get the link or whatever. But it was dope. I, yeah, I had just I had just met them too. I'm like, gonna be honest. I didn't I didn't go too in depth on that one just okay. because I know we got a hard timeline. Right, right. But it was really good. It was it was a really good one. You didn't really say much. No, because you know I was listening to them. That was my first time. I wanted people to have a voice. <laughs> but that's good because sometimes, sometimes you know, as a podcast, you gotta know when to just step back and let the other people talk. Because he was very entertaining. Um, mm -hmm. The guy from LA, I actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dolomite. <laughs> yeah, he he. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely check his out. I, yeah. I I like what I heard on on the podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna check him He's out. Funny. I said, like, you keeping it real, I knew <laughs> keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, he keeping it real. Yeah, I, I like that. I was very, I'm grateful. So before we go, let's make sure we tell the people how they can listen to your podcast and also how they can follow you. Okay, so my name is Riri again from The New Normal. So on, um, on Instagram, you can follow me at new underscore normal two podcast. And um, on YouTube, I'm new normal, same way, podcast. So yeah, check me out. Right. That's it. <laughs> uh, again, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you calling out the time to do this. Um, like again, like I told you earlier, I'm glad to see you in a much better space. Thank and you. I wish you all the best with your podcast moving forward. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate everyone's support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. And I'm also on Facebook conversations with Lamp. Thank you all again. Have a great day.